0: What's up, Buttercups? It's Nate with another episode of Taco Court Fantasy Football League Podcast. You have not heard that intro in a little while. It's been a little bit since I've done the What's Up, Buttercups. Anyways, just wanted to give a disclaimer because Tony is a hoe, and you might not want to listen to this one with your young children in the holiday season if you want to protect their holiday innocence. You know, if if you're a parent and you got kids, you know what I mean. Some things can come out of the bag In this episode, and it's all Tony's fault. So, if you care about the innocence of your children during the Christmas holiday season, I suggest not having them listen to this one. Hope you enjoy. Love you. Bye. Welcome back to another episode of Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast. I am your host, Nate. You can find me on Twitter at Nator8530 and our league at Taco Corp Pod. With it being destroyed Dick December, we're done with no nut November. We're balls deep into the holiday season. And Santa has delivered every listener's dream gift, and that is a threesome. Terrence, how's it hanging?
1: Uh, you know, it's doing good. I'm uh, I'm super excited to be hanging out with this. A threesome. I uh spicy. Let's go.
0: Now we can't have all this meat, Terrence, without bringing in the buns. So, Tony, I know you're a UCLA truther, but I'm out of Plan B here. I'm sure Terrence doesn't have any Plan B, so please tell us that you brought the Trojans. How the hell's it going?
2: Uh, considering my Bruins beat the brakes off USC, 62 to 33 this year. Yes, yes, I did bring the Trojans because we currently own them.
0: Suck you're talking it, basketball?
2: <laughs> no, nah, it's football, man. But always a pleasure hopping on here and chatting with you guys. Also. I haven't been part of a threesome in a while. So definitely excited
0: for that. Are you guys wearing pants? I, didn't uh, wear I, I
1: pants. assume pants were optional. I mean, uh, the invite said, let's get weird. So, you know, I'm I, I'm in.
0: Yeah, I just got off work. Yes. And the first thing I do when I come in the house is take off my pants. It's really hard because I don't do the shoes first, but I get to it. So we're, we're all good to go. Nice. All right. So let's hop into some manager on manager. So I got a question for you guys. If you could take a destination travel... Anywhere in the world for Christmas, where would it be, Terrence?
1: Uh, I was thinking about this actually earlier in the week. We were doing like a work trivia thing about like birthplace of different Christmas traditions. I think I want to go to England. It's like a lot of like really old school kind of like, you know, just, I don't know, OG Christmas stuff that I think would be interesting.
2: Sweet, sweet, sweet. What about you, Tony? England would be cool. Go see Hogwarts. But uh, for me, I think it's got to be the North Pole. You know, I think it'd be a, a sight to see the reindeer santa's workshop the elves and then santa obviously so
0: hey i didn't even think about that are you thinking like santa claus 3 north pole when jack frost has has control over it or are you talking tim allen control elf. of north pole oh there we go buddy the elf yeah you got to be able to see the norwall right bye buddy <laughs> yes hope <laughs> meet your dad what about you yeah i was talking to a couple guys at work today and nick and stuff like that and Nick had mentioned Germany because of all the Christmas villages and stuff like that. I thought that would be pretty cool. But for me, Christmas is like kind of like a warm time for me, even though it's like cold. I like putting on the stuff and it kind of like I'm into the romance stuff on like Hallmark movies and shit. So I want to go to Paris for Christmas. I've already kind of done New York City during the Christmas time a little bit. I've been able to see that. But Paris seems like it would be really lit up really nice. And you see the Eiffel Tower and it just seems like it's a vibe like that. So that's where I'd want to go. Terrence, you got a question for us?
1: Nice. Yes, I do. Um, so you guys have done a few weeks now talking about different Christmas stuff and a lot of like holiday traditions. I'm kind of curious if there's any like unconventional traditions that you guys practice. Maybe something that's like not the, the kind of standard stuff.
2: So steak dinner on Christmas. I assume most people do turkeys or hams with the traditional fixings, but I feel like for us, that's where we kind of mix things up. Nice.
0: So I don't really have anything super unconventional right now. I guess when it comes to the dinner stuff, like we don't do anything that's like special for Christmas. It's just like we kind of eat whatever we eat type of thing. Uh, Usually we end up at someone's house or something like that. But growing up was something that was unconventional and maybe it's bad, but it was a different time, right? It's the mid 90s, but. We used to open up presents really early and then we'd drive up to Reno. So it was, Reno was like a almost a 2 hour drive. So we drive up to Reno, get to see all the snow throughout the mountains and stuff like that, and we go to Boomtown, which is a casino. And it's like an old western type casino or whatever like that. My parents would go gamble, they would get me and my sister the wristband for the arcade, and their arcade was like like Dave and Buster's on crack. Like they had a motion theater inside, a mini putt <laughs> course, and all kinds of stuff to do. So they get us the Damn. wristband, give us like 20 bucks, and then we just, me and my sister would play and we were elementary school kids. We'd just be left alone and they come back every hour or two and come check on us. So that was something unconventional that we did growing up. Nice. That's dope.
1: For me, it's probably my, and anybody who follows me on social probably knows this, my taste in movies. I love to mix up the conventional Christmas movies with some like counter-programming is what I call it. So uh, like uh, this week I watched Black Christmas. I watched Krampus. I watched Krampus. I love Krampus. Um, but, like, tonight I'm going to go watch Christmas Vacation. So, you know, mix it up with the classics and, uh, and uh, I don't know, keep
0: it fresh. Hell yeah. You got a question for us, Tony?
1: Yeah, and I'll keep it
2: Christmas-themed. Why the hell not? But what's more difficult for you to believe in? Santa, the Tooth Fairy, or Baby Jesus?
1: Oh. The, the Tooth Fairy. I don't know why. It just feels weird that there would be some... Flying lady interested in people's teeth. Uh, I guess that kind of that creeps me out more than anything else.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I'm gonna have to go with the tooth fairy here. Um and thanks thanks, Tony. Now I gotta put a disclaimer at the front end of this episode (laughs) to tell people don't listen to this shit with your kids. Fucking (laughs) asshole. We're going to ruin people's dreams here. Like, wait, yeah. who the hell's putting five bucks under my goddamn pillow? <laughs>
1: are you are, are, you, are you ruining Christmas? Or are you ruining church? Or are you ruining the casual tooth fall? Because one of those is getting scarred, for sure. <laughs> Thanks, Tony.
2: I was hoping we would ruin, like, two out of three or all three. Because I also chose the tooth fairy. Uh, you know, you're going to sit here and tell me that someone other than your parents gives two shits about saving the bone that's <laughs> falling out of your mouth. And give you money for it. Like, I... The last time a tooth fell out of my mouth, like, they pulled four of those bad boys out, and I had to pay them money to take my wisdom teeth out, so I thought for sure you guys would jump on something else, but here we are.
1: Just don't ask what she does with the teeth. Like, you don't want to know. You don't want to go down that road.
0: Some kind of... That's for another episode here of talking (laughs) Corpus. That's an off-season episode where we're getting into some conspiracy kink about the tooth fairy, so... (laughs) Oh, shit. Here we (laughs) go. This is why we don't have threesomes. Like, we can't do... (laughs) We can't be taken anywhere. (laughs) All right. So let's get into a week 14 preview here. It is the first week of the playoffs. It is also first week of our Sacco Bracket for Taco Core Fantasy Football League podcast. That's Tony's favorite. We're not going to talk about it today, though. So um, I'm waiting for you to take over (laughs) this entire podcast with that. God damn it. Anyways, this week's (laughs) picks we are going to be making based off who spent the most years as a child on the nice list. So we're going to start with our Sacco bracket, because that's the one that everybody really cares about and what we're here for. Matchup number one, we have the Murder Boners at the Boner Jams 03. Boner Jams 03 is a 32-point favorite coming into this one. Favorite to win, 128-96. to Who you got winning this one, Terrence? Uh,
1: So I thought about this one a lot, and I think I'm going to have to go with Boner Jams on this one. Uh, Matt is... Honestly, one of the nicest dudes I know. I'm sure he probably had a few years out there where he maybe was uh, flirting with disaster. But I think overall, he spent the most time for sure on that nice list. So give me the Boner Jams.
0: Nice. Tony?
2: Yeah, Matt is and always will be an angel. Uh, Octavio has the look of someone who got a lot of sandal <laughs> ass whoopings from his parents growing up. So I've got the Boner yeah, Jams. 03 Octavio
0: in and the Murder Boners, they grew up in the Phoenix, Arizona area, right? And he grew up a Mexican. And... There's a lot of things with race wars in America, and everybody blames the white guy and the black guy, and that's how, that's what everybody really thinks it is. When you get to the west side of the country, mainly Arizona, California, it's blacks and Mexicans. And I know for damn sure that Octavio had to survive walking home from school, walking through the neighborhoods, getting jumped, having to fight, taking a switch with him to school, all kinds of stuff like that. He spent tons of time on the naughty list, thinking of ways to hurt other people, Based off their skin tone, give me the boner jams 03 to win this one. Matchup number two, we got yours truly, the vinegar strokes at Cops Lives Matter, our third matchup of the year. Cops Lives Matter is a 13 point favorite coming into this one. 124 to 111 is the projected score. Terrence, who's winning this one?
1: Yeah, this one I uh, I put a lot of thought into, although I will say I don't have an, a, quite enough background, I think, on Cops Lives Matter. But I do know that Mr. Molinay, man, that dude has has definitely got halos flying around him. Um, I'm taking Nate in this one. I'm taking the vinegar strokes. Um, I, I think that it might be close, but I, I feel pretty good about that.
0: Tony?
2: Yeah, Chad may have worked as a cop in the Air Force, but... Don't let that fool you. That was a front. Chad has committed collusion in a fantasy football league I played with him in, in broad daylight. And I know that's something Nate would never reduce himself to. I've got the jokes as well.
0: I believe that uh, Chad became a cop, just like the guy in Blood In, Blood Out, who was the hardcore gangster, (laughs) right? And then the white guy goes to fucking prison and becomes the gangster, but then the gangster dude becomes the cop. That's Chad. So he definitely spent a lot of time on the naughty list and he's been trying to make up for it for the last 22 years of his life. Give me, me to win this matchup and stay out of Sacco contention. Fucking hope so. Oh God. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> uh, matchup number three. I shaved my balls for this. Trey headed to Too Hot to Handle. Brandon, Too Hot to Handle, our reigning champion and our points leader is in the Sacco tournament this year. Too Hot to Handle is a 10 point favorite coming into this one. Favored to win 150 to 140. What well, you got, Terrence?
1: Uh, so for this one, it is, so it's been well established on this podcast uh, that Trey is a super competitive dude. So here's my argument: Trey is going to invent time travel. He's going to go back in time, and if there's any like if there's any scars on that record, he's clearing them up. He's cleaning them up. He's going to be squeaky clean. Uh, give me, I shave my balls for this for the win. He's not going down without a fight.
2: Tony, yeah, Trey's already gone back in time <laughs> and cleaned him up. He's already seen this episode. <laughs> but uh, Brandon. He has a look of someone who's been on the naughty mm-hmm. list the majority of his life. So I got Trey taking this. Yeah, one down. Trey.
0: Um, yeah, Trey. <laughs> it's Trey. He's like the classic, like pretty boy white kid, right? Even if he was naughty, Santa's not going to figure it out because he's going to find some way to like manipulatively cover it up. And Brandon's just not smart enough to do that. So give me Trey to win this matchup. <laughs> All right, moving into our championship bracket. Three penis wine and password is taco have both earned first round pies. Casper taco is the one that's like in clamp, right? Where he's kind of quiet all year. He wasn't all the way at the top and he just snuck himself into the second seed. Like, hey, here I am. We have matchup number one in the championship bracket. The five seed, you, Tony Patriot, go into the four seed, Pocket Dogs. Pocket Dogs is currently a 12 point favorite, favored to win 144 to 132. Who you got, Terrence?
1: On this one, I got to go with Tony Patriot. I mean, He seems like someone who has flown the straight and narrow. I could be wrong on that. Maybe it's compensating, uh, but I'm going to like, like maybe it's a situation of like, wasn't great as a kid and now is like over indexing. Uh, But I'm still going to go with my gut on this one. Give me, give me Tony Patriot. We're going in.
2: Tony? For the real life matchup, the line has changed. Uh, Lost Hawkinson for the season. Lost Hopkins for the season. Lockett's on the COVID list. The wheels are falling off. (laughs) This is not going to end well for Tony Patriot. But uh, I know for a fact that I was rarely on the nice list. I was a little shithead. And knowing that James was once in a core, I'm thinking he's had more of a disciplined uh, life. So give me the pocket dogs.
0: Yeah, your gamer tag and your email and your Twitter before you started being a podcast host is A Cause the Heavy. And we've heard those stories from Matt. We still have to do more episodes on stories about Tony because Tony is the model citizen in his adult life. But we all understand that that is a cover up. And the pocket dogs and james all he ever wanted to do was be clint growing up he just tailed clint he picked all the same teams and that's all he's ever done and now he they live together I and mean, grown men and they live together because he just wants to keep being clint they probably share the same underwear that's a really nice thing to do give me the pocket dogs to win this matchup matchup number two the sixth seed the eskimo brothers headed to the three seed in the milford academy that's you terrence milford academy you are currently a 29 point favorite favorite to win 142 to 113 the Eskimo brothers started this season off like one and four one and five something like that lost Derrick Henry lost Cal Ridley everybody's gone he's piecing it together snuck himself into the playoffs probably the manager of the year Terrence who's winning this matchup
1: I would agree with you on that one on manager of the year the uh the comebacks impressive um I obviously have inside information on this one I'm taking myself Um, and, uh, I, that definitely has to do with kind of like what you were talking about before, wherever the record was not squeaky clean, I've done a pretty good job of kind of, you know, shuffling it under the rug. So give me the Milford.
0: Tony.
2: Yeah. As long as we've known Josh, you know, he's had an addiction to owning as many Jeeps as humanly possible. They're parked all over his front yard. They're in his garage. They're in his backyard. He is that neighbor who has like eight cars in front of his house, but I have a feeling when he was a kid, you know, he stole his siblings' Jeeps just to add to his collection, which he already had too many of. So, give me the Milford
0: Academy. <laughs> That's so fucking true, man. Like, I've never seen a, he just bought another a single guy with like eight vehicles. You, you'd think that he has like all his buddies living in his house. No, it's just him and it's just him and he's got a whole fleet.
1: So like, you're, you're positing then that as a kid, He's he's like taking the other kids' big wheels. He's taking their Hot Wheels, like any any cars. He's just adding to his collection. Wow. Yeah, everything. Yeah, is scary. and
0: I I'm on the same path as Tony. So I got the Milford Academy. The run for the Eskimo Brothers ends in week one of the playoffs. It's basically he's basically the Kansas City Chiefs. That's what he is. He's going to make the playoffs. He might be the L.A. Rams. He might make the playoffs one and done. They're out. Bang bang, Niner gang. My lock of the week this week is going to be cops' lives matter over myself. Even though I picked myself to win this matchup, that's two weeks in a row where I've gone and selected Lock of the Week to be the opposite of the person that I picked. Terrence, who you got for Lock of the Week?
1: Yeah, I'm uh, I'm staying away from the championship bracket because I think some of these are going to be really close. I'm going with the Boner Jams uh, over the Murder Boners. I feel pretty good about that matchup. There
2: we go. Tony? I'm going with the Reverse Jinx. I'm taking the Vinegar Strokes. Nate Persacco, <laughs> <I got it. laughs> 2021, baby.
0: Yo. <laughs> Oh, we'll get to that in a second here <laughs> all right lock of the week was presented by Bang and elf that is elf.com not d-i-l-f that seems to be a misconception and uh someone else in the league has heard that and his name may be nick because nick believes that it is bangadilf.com and that's why he's involved in this but no it is Bang and elf as in santa's elf as in nick.com promo code taco for 31% off your first month's service banganelf.com promo go code taco, 31% off your first month. Service. All right. We've seen each of our managers grind through what feels like to be the toughest fantasy season of all time to get to this point. Last year seemed like it was the toughest season with all the COVID stuff, but I mean we're in the playoffs right now. There's like a hundred and something players in the NFL. The entire Rams have 25 guys on the COVID list. The Browns have 15 guys. It's crazy. All the injuries, all the running backs that have gone down, whether that's the Ravens backfield, whether that's the Niners backfield, whether that's anybody in the league, it's been a crap shoot. We just broke down and predicted this week's winners using the best in the business analytics, but we wouldn't be doing ourselves justice without predicting this year's champion and Sacco. Terrence, who are you predicting to win this year's championship and who are you predicting to get the Sacco?
1: All right. So for championship, I, I'm, I'm on team, uh, three penis wine. I think that the, he's been steady throughout the season. I think the comeback, like not even the comeback, but just the way he's kind of, he's rolling into the playoffs with momentum, which I think is definitely a good sign. He's come out on top the past few weeks. So, uh, definitely give me three penis wine for the Sacco. Oh man. Okay. So I have two thoughts on this. So number like who I actually think it's going to be, I think it's going to be the murder boners. I think it's just Matt and that team has struggled throughout the year. Um, I, I think that that's going to be the case. That being said, I definitely had a conversation with Matt yesterday where I talked about how it feels only appropriate that either yourself or Tony was a part of the Sacco conversation this year because of how much chatter has been between the two of you and Tony, Tony has escaped the Sacco bracket. So, uh, yeah, there would definitely be some interesting, uh, let's just say the book writes itself. If, yeah. if you were to end up as the Sacco, it would definitely be a, a full circle moment, but I think it's gonna be the murder moment.
0: Tony?
2: So for champion, I'm gonna go through a roster real quick. So quarterback, Joe Burrow, or Bengals team quarterback. Running back, Dalvin Cook, Joe Mixon. Wide receiver, Justin Jefferson, Deontay Johnson. Brandon Cooks, eh, he's a wide receiver too. Pat Fryermuth and then T. Higgins flexing, and right now Donovan Peoples-Jones. He also has Darrell Henderson on his bench. I'm taking Nick, or Three Penis Wine, to take the championship. His team is stacked. How the hell did we Oof. let that happen?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: That's trouble. And then uh, for Sacco, I got to, one second, I got to crack open a, another beer before I start <laughs> talking about the Sacco. Let me, let me hydrate myself real quick.
0: Oh, man.
2: So I'm glad we're talking about the Sacco. 2021 Sacco is Octavio. It's over. It's already been settled. The dude has two wins. Two fewer than any other team. He scored 200 fewer points than any other team. I swear to God, if Brandon, the team that won seven games, scored the most points in the league, just missed the playoffs, if he ends up as Sacco, me and Brandon are quitting the league.
0: Oh, nice! Nice!
2: <laughs> <laughs> Even if I win and Brandon finishes Sacco, we're both leaving. The God we're The Godless right throne! <laughs>
0: does he know that he's leaving too, or is he going to find out when he's he in? He,
2: he's in, he, he's in okay. on this. Yeah. Okay. That's good. We're making a stand. If you're not going to change the rules, you're going to lose two friends.
0: I fucking hope Brandon gets a sack so much so I could just trash you so fucking hard. <laughs> God damn. <laughs> All right. So my champion, and it just seems like it's one of those things where you look at his team, you got the bucks quarterback. Ezekiel Elliott, Roland Chuba Hubbard, DK Metcalf, Kenny Galladay, Julio Jones, George Kittle, Melvin Gordon, Cole Beasley. Got a bench with DeAndre Swift if he could ever come back. Odell Beckham if he didn't have COVID. It doesn't seem as sexy. The names don't seem so sexy, but they put up 14 points a week. My champion this year is going to be Password Is Taco. He's going to get his second ring. It just feels like. He's, he's the class of the league. He's been the class of the league since he came in it. He's he's really strong. Over 80% win percentage, I believe it is, too. And it just seems like it's it's kind of one of those things. And I can't have Nick win a championship and him come and bring in two trophies into the work. So um, I will adjust points. I don't give a fuck. I am the commissioner, and I'll do what the hell I want. Stacko, <laughs> I felt really good about coming into this season, and over the last month and a half, you've witnessed my my complete meltdown and me projecting my my hurt on everybody else i spent a month attacking nick i'm spending a month attacking tony and i don't know what i'm gonna do in january whoever else says something that gets me triggered so that i can (laughs) stop looking at myself in the mirror and feeling terrible we've removed bruce from the league a few years back for not doing sacco punishment i think he was out anyways Last year, we kicked out Wayne because he wouldn't pierce his belly button, even after he said it. And I was nice enough to say, hey, I'll pierce my belly button with you, and he decided not to do it. We said, fuck it. bringing in new people, right? Me and Tony have gone through and had a had a debate and a battle in the offseason. We had a debate and battle in the season. We're having a debate and a battle right now. And, um, yeah, I'm terrified because I feel like I'm going to end up with a damn sacco. I feel like it is written. I feel like like and it's it's gonna be terrible like whatever i'm gonna have to do is gonna be three times (laughs) as much as anybody else has ever had to do and uh yeah i'm i'm not looking forward to it i've talked to nick about this at work and we've come up with the things that would end up happening to me and it sucks and yeah i'm supposed to go to vegas next summer and i feel like my appearance is going to be really fucked by the time (laughs) i go to vegas if i get the sacco and um yeah I think that I'm getting the sack of this year.
2: We've already got an agreement, the teams that are in the playoffs. You're going to have to bleach your asshole while getting your belly button pierced, and you're going to have to have a mullet for a whole year.
0: Oh, so I am growing out my hair right now. So I'm growing out my hair. Um, We know. Yeah, I'm cool with a mullet because that gets me to where I want to go. Yeah. The bleached asshole thing. Does that sting?
2: Uh, Matt, we'll have to ask
0: him. <laughs> Can I die? Like, I don't know if it if it's different when you're an adult. So Matt, you know, Korach bleached his asshole with a wipe. You know, we talked about that before on a podcast here. Um, but I don't know if that's different when you're a kid and your butthole is like really small and you haven't been taking fucking like two inch diameter dumps. Hold on, kids are toilet cloggers. They take massive <laughs> dumps. I don't know what you're talking about. Yo, know, Miley's dumps are like like, like Johnsonville brats, bro. <laughs> like like. <laughs> Like like you can go tailgate with her and you're hungry and just like yo know, pop her on the grill. She'll she'll figure it out for you. So God. all right, that's our predictions for championship and Sacco. Holy crap. This is why we can't have nice things.
1: <laughs> hey, we hey, this is spicy. This is spicy. That's the that's what the three way is all about.
0: Oh yeah. I'm really scared about the Sacco thing, dude. <laughs> like like you have no idea. Like I talked about it for like an hour and a half at it work. It's there
1: there would be a very like, literally the conversation I had with Matt was how how like weirdly serendipitous it would be like mm-hmm. given how much shit talking there was back and forth. If one of you ended up being in that position, so um, it's going
2: to be painful and you're, you're going to regret not changing the rules before this year because it should be Octavio hands
1: down.
0: Nope. We might do two <laughs> two different things like the worst <laughs> team in the regular season and then the worst of the worst teams double sacko. Yeah. Two people get punished, so that might make it better. Anyways, Maybe. we got to do a draft. It's a preview week, and we do drafts here. We are the home of the draft. We are the first Fantasy Football League podcast to do a draft.
2: Nate, we have a special guest joining us tonight, even more special than Terrence and myself. He's coming to us straight out of the North Pole.
3: Ho, oh, oh, ho, oh, oh. ho, ho. Merry <laughs>
0: Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, uh, <laughs> all right. Yeah, we, we, we've just been joined by Matt. All right, so we thought we were doing a threesome. We're doing a four way. I dig it. It's like it's like. Uh, what is it? Human human caterpillar. What is that? Is that movie? Human centipede. Rules human rules. We
1: left we left that shit way behind. Rules gone out yeah, the window. Let's
0: go. Whose line is it anyway? Fuck you. God damn it. I gotta edit this shit. Tony, you son of a bitch. I volunteer as tribute. I will edit this. Let me edit. Oh, it. God. All right, hey, hey, we got, a, we got a question to ask you. Uh, Matt, since, since you're here, we can blast through yes. this real quick. If you could go on a destination travel anywhere in the world for Christmas, where would it be?
3: Uh, was it the Maldives? Maldives? Okay. Yeah. Tropical. The huts over the water. That's so what I'm talking about.
0: Terrence's question was, what are some of your favorite unconventional or non-traditional holiday traditions? You have any? Drinking um (laughs) like drinking without family (laughs) that's super traditional all right
3: uh i'm not drinking currently um let me see non-traditional christmas tradition um i guess it see most of them all all the ones i know are traditional like drinking being upset with your family yeah you know those are the those are the highlights for me all
0: right uh which one's harder to believe in tooth fairy santa claus or six pound eight ounce sweet baby Jesus? Ooh, six. Oof. Oh
3: Okay. Uh, I'm gonna go. Do the
1: Fairy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> All four, of us. four wow. of us. Wow.
3: Do you want to know why? Do you want to know why? <laughs> why? Because I've I've met the Tooth Fairy, and he, he or she, they get the money from the kids' piggy banks, and then gives it back to them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yo dead ass dead ass layla has got the same five bucks for her last five teeth <laughs> I'm talking about, I've, I have a buddy who drunkenly put a
3: hundred dollar bill did the hundred dollar bill mistake mm-hmm. you set a precedent you can't come back from you just got to break it then <laughs> <laughs> also your, your chargers had the worst start to a football game that could possibly happen
0: uh, I'm not even ugh. let's not talk about that because I got a coffee bet with Nick right now too so all right who spent more time on the nice list, murder boners or you? Me. I spent more time okay. on the nice list. Uh, me, the vinegar strokes, or cops Doesn't matter? Cops Doesn't matter. I shave my balls for this or too hot to handle? I shave my balls for this. Tony Patriot, pocket dogs. Pocket dogs. Here we go. Eskimo Brothers, Milford Academy. Milford Academy. And who's winning the championship and who's getting a Sacco?
3: Sacco nah, Nate. Nate's getting a sacko. It's just, uh, I don't know. Just because Tony like does rain dances and like prays to every, every known God that that happens so that he can be like, ah, and then I've got a shrine in the
2: master bedroom specifically for this.
3: For, uh, and, I'm I'm taking, I'm taking Milford Academy to win it all. Ooh. Cause he'll be super nice with your punishment. So it'll be Okay. <laughs>
0: Oh, yeah, I need the Milford Academy. Clint would, uh, we, we all
3: all of us in this consolation bracket need the Milford Academy to win yeah. because it'll still be rough, but it won't be like, pierce your belly button rough. Also, do I have to win just one game and I'm out of this echo consideration?
0: Pretty much. yeah. like usually it because it's round robin, it ends up being like the team who hasn't won near the end. So okay. there's always going to be one team that doesn't win. And if they do win that last matchup, it's like a points tiebreaker or whatever like that. So, I think we've had the points tiebreaker once, and then the rest of the times, Tony just loses all three matchups and gets it over with.
3: Sounds <laughs> good. <Yeah.
0: laughs> Damn it. All right. Are you here for a draft? I'm here for a Christmas music
3: draft. I, I understand I'm here to accept some kind of reward. Reward? Some kind of award? Yeah. I'm I, here to a receive a reward.
0: reward. Yep. All right. Uh, I thought you were going Christmas story. Um, no, yeah, we was, could do wasn't that an award?
3: Yeah, the leg, the leg lamp. I'm talking about Grinch when he comes down for the as a holiday chairmeister. He's like, I'm here to receive some sort of award.
0: <laughs> okay, <laughs> fuck, we just messed up the order. Okay, so first is going to be it was Terrence, right? So yeah, Terrence I can be
3: last or third to last
0: if that's the worst position. I'm fine. Terrence, you want to be second or third, Matt or Santa? I'll take third. Okay, then it goes Nate, Matt, Tony with the we're picking five so we got to have 20 yeah. songs throughout this whole thing i've got 10 that i'm confident you won't choose
1: now i'm mildly nervous that i didn't pick enough songs i was like oh surely three people can't overset you know intersect that much four people like shit
3: okay uh, there's a lot of songs out there we're fine if we have to even break it down we can break it down by artist because there's like two songs that have been 35 artists mm-hmm.
1: Hey, so that's a legitimate question I do have. Are we artist-specific? Because I wrote down a few artists. Is it is it artist-specific? Yeah, we can.
2: We can. Okay. I think so. Some of those songs are way different, like the classic version versus the modern cover. Cool. Yeah. Down.
0: Um, All right. So whether you're riding around your town listening to Holly Radio on Sirius XM, not a sponsor, tuning into your neighbor's light show like Matt does and he spoke about on the last preview episode Or you're white and you do the whole gather around the fucking piano thing and sing in your off-white turtleneck sweater. We all have our favorite Christmas songs stuck in our head this time of year. Therefore, in this week's Snake Draft, we will be giving you our top five Christmas songs prior to the recording. We randomized the order and it goes as follows. It will be Terrence, me, Nate. Now that we joined Matt or Santa and uh, Tony Patriot being the last one. Terrence, you're on the clock. You got the first overall pick. Who are you selecting for your number one overall Christmas song?
1: And, I, and I'm going to go out on a limb here that I feel like the right play is to go for the one that's most likely to get swallowed up by somebody else, as opposed to my actual number one. Um, so I'm going to take, uh, I think the most popular one on my list. I'm going to take "Mistletoe" by Justin Bieber. I'm going to take you that one off the board.
0: <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> all right that's good that's good all right let me go to i was listening to that work um that was a pretty good one all right i'm gonna go with my one-on-one overall hoping that i want to pick another one but i don't think you guys are gonna have it coming back around to me so my uh number one is going to be merry christmas happy holidays by nsync it is a banger it's better than mariah Carey's all i want for christmas so tony you're gonna end up picking that or matt and uh, i don't care i win merry christmas happy holidays Nate,
3: all right um you forgot the age-old tradition that tony does at his household they all gather by the fire tidy whities eggnog and just sing christmas music and it's it's a wonderful <laughs> sight to see i've been there <laughs> <See>? <laughs> they turn the heat up to about 95 get it nice and cooking all right uh number one for me i picked 10 songs i don't think will be on any of your lists so it's going to be real easy for me. I'm going to take Run,
0: Rudolph, Run by Chuck Berry. There you go.
3: Run, Rudolph, run, Santa's going to pick it to town.
0: That was on my list. Lately, me and the girls have been um, going around town or whatever like that. And it's been like freezing cold here the last couple of days. So I'll grab their hands. And like when we run into the store, I'm like, run, run, Rudolph. And it's like we're in you home alone. And we're trying to you catch a plane, right? I dig it. All right, cool. All right. Tony, you're up. So,
2: both of the songs I wanted to take, one, two, are still on the board. And one of them I kind of expected, but I'll go ahead and start it off here in the first round with Mariah Carey. All I Want for Christmas is You. Everybody knows it. And it's a great song. I don't care what you guys say, just because you heard it a thousand times. Give me Mariah Carey with my first pick. Coming back around, Nate, I thought you'd take this. Maybe you thought we wouldn't. Santa, tell me. That's my number two pick. That's a pop.
0: That was gonna be That's
1: yeah that is a great song. Tony, I would also like to point out that Red Starbucks cups are also very popular. So
0: just you know, put <laughs> that out there. How dare you <laughs> All right, Matt, you got it you got your number two coming up.
3: I don't have like any songs. I have one song that was made in the last ten years, twenty years. So there you go. I don't have a whole lot of contemporary. I go classic. Um, this is a fair so I'm gonna go with the uh, Christmas Eve Sarajevo Trans Siberian Orchestra. We don't talk about like the heavy rock. The
0: it's like heavy guitar yep. riffs. It, yep. it slaps. That is a prime uh, Macaulay Culkin getting ready for war. Correct. Music. It's, it's, a, it's a bop. Yep. All right. My number two is going to be Slay Ride by TLC. T-Boz has got to have one of the sexiest voices in all of music of all time. I don't know if it's like that weird deep gangster shit that I'm into. I don't know what it is, but it really works well with sleigh ride for Christmas. Sleigh ride TLC, that's my second one. And terrence you got two coming up.
1: I got two coming up. Um okay, so now I'm going to get to like all my favorites. Um so for my number 2, uh we are definitely taking a trip to Christmas Time in Hollis Queens. Give me Christmas in Hollis by Run-DMC. There you go. I love that song. Well done. So give me that for number two. Uh, And for number three, uh, this is probably a more unconventional pick, but man, I love this song and I listen to it every year. Um, Specifically, this is the cover version. Uh, Give Me Oi To The World by Gwen Stefani. The Vandals version is really good too, Um, but man, she crushes it. Um, Yeah, Gwen Stefani, Oi To The World, all day.
0: Nice, that's a good one there too. Um, When we were talking about artists earlier, my first, I have in the second line on my list is every Michael Buble song because they're all good and he is Mr. <laughs> Christmas and I don't know if I can take that because we got to all get, we all got to get five. So, um, and notes might be on there. Uh, my third one is going to be, we're going to take it way back and I'm going to go with little St. Nick by the beach boys and that song slaps. So, uh, it is Matt's turn. I'm also
3: going way, way back. I'm gonna go with Christmas song by Nat King Cole. Ooh, the OG, great one. That was one of mine, as there it should be. It's a, it is uh yep. t- tried and
0: true throughout the ages. Of course, it was gonna be t- one of Tonys. It's always gonna be like he's been hanging around Trey a lot. So um.
2: <laughs> that was the first one. So back at the turn, I'm up here. This is round two, round three. Sorry. I was gonna go with a nice little mix of like a couple modern songs and then a couple older songs, but you guys left one on the table, a modern one. I'll go ahead and snatch that bad boy up. Kelly Clarkson, "Underneath the Tree," another one everybody knows it. Top ten. Don't shake your head.
0: All we're understanding here is that Tony is an avid listener of the Taco Court Fantasy Football League podcast because 10 <laughs> of his picks have been bangers of the week in the last two go- weeks.
2: Gobbling up
0: those bangers of the week. Yeah. He he knows what he's doing. It's a good song. He knows
2: what he's doing. It's a good song. You got another one, Tony. Coming back around, uh, round four. First pick here. I'll go classic. I'll take Bing Crosby, White Christmas. So it's a classic that I think we all take for granted. But this one was released in the middle of World War II. And just kind of thinking about that. And then what it meant to those people who listened to it back then. Like, it kind of tugs on some of those emotional chords. So Bing Crosby, White Christmas. Put it on the list. Amazing song.
1: Amazing song.
3: That's good. That was... There's another version of that that I think is also very good, but I, I don't think I'm going to take it. Um, the Buble, ver- all the boobla We should have just canceled out Blaze. Like I was going through it. I was like, Buble, Buble, Buble. And I'm like, I love Michael I just didn't want to have any Michael boobla So uh, I'm going to go with uh, another classic. This one's probably more from when I was a youth, a youth. Uh, I'm going to go with the chipmunk song. Christmas time is here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I wanted a hula hoop. It's the best. It's good stuff. <laughs>
0: there we go and it is my turn now <clears throat> i think this one is super underrated and it's out of one of my favorite christmas movies fred claus where it, it, you really get a good uh, you know a good listen to it and that is christmas wrapping by the waitresses it is so upbeat it is so damn good <laughs> It underlays under Taco Core Fantasy Football League podcast all December because it is a straight bop and we only play bangers here on this podcast, like actual bangers. Um, (laughs) (laughs) This podcast is 50% 58 West King right now. If
3: I was to hand you a sandwich, (laughs) that was 50% shit. Would you consider that a shit sandwich? I don't know. <laughs> I consider this a 58 West King podcast episode.
1: Oh, wait, is it?
0: Wait, did this, did this become a crossover episode? Like a true crossover episode? I can't have Tony edit this because he's just going to put it on his fucking <laughs> podcast and it's not going online <laughs> and I'm not going to get the fucking audio from it. <laughs> episode 134. Oh. I,
2: episode 134, Christmas I've special. i fucking bamboozled here. <laughs>
1: His play comes into full fruition here at the end. It all just, the wheels literally come off.
0: <laughs> this is why I have trust issues. This is why I have trust issues.
2: <laughs> I've never done you dirty with the edits. Get
0: out of here. You, oh, horse shit. Well, I'm going to go back and like, I think it was Champions League, you edited one and it was like all about me being, yeah, that's not let's not go there.
2: I've done you, okay. I've done you a little dirty, <laughs> a little
0: dirty. Yeah, not full Sanchez. <laughs>
1: We, def- I mean, we definitely said this was going to be spicy. So I mean, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> you can't have us three fucking—I don't know what we want to call ourselves—but when and then adding a fourth to it and be PG. So
1: trouble with a capital T in here.
0: Yep, Terrence, you got your last two coming up.
1: All right. Um, So I definitely had White Christmas next, so I got to go with another oldie on that front um, because I got to have some kind of a classic up in the mix. Uh, So give me Silent Night, the Frank Sinatra version specifically. Um, That is just I mean, that's probably right up there for me uh, with Bing Crosby. So I love that one. Um, And actually, for my last one, um, I'm surprised nobody's taken this one. Um, I'm going to go with Last Christmas. Uh, we'll do we'll do the Wham version because why not? Yeah. Although there are there are dozens of great versions of that song, but I'll go with the OG um, even though it's everywhere. That's definitely uh, my number
0: five. The Wham is the best. Oh, version. for sure, for sure, yeah. it slaps. That was going to be my next one. Ugh. dang it! What am I going to do here now? I kind of want a fun one, but I kind of want one that. Dang it! You stole my Ariana Grande, man. I had a whole thing of what I was going to do, and now I'm all mixed up, and I'm drafting Mike Davis in the fifth round. Jesus Christ. My PTSD is getting to me right now.
1: Um, Life comes I at P- you fast.
0: Yeah, real fast, real, real fast. Um, Dang it. There's good ones here. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Santa Claus is coming to town. It, I don't know which version. I don't really care the the more upbeat one is kind of cool right where they're like singing really loud and stuff like that that's cool i like the buddy the elf version when you know santa comes santa sleigh comes flying right over the head right in the middle of manhattan that's pretty cool to me too so santa claus is coming to town my last pick
3: matt yep Uh, i'm gonna go with uh gonna stay true to me this is not on anybody's list and that's fine but i love this i love this song it's a newer song it's like two years old um but it's a you're a mean one mr grinch by tyler the creator
0: oh
1: yeah
3: <sighs>
0: definitely had too.
1: that one on my list that's you're a, a mean good one.
0: one mr grinch so good yep yep tony your last suck pick i've got a great
2: list going don't, don't you're the sacco yourself.
0: of christmas songs christmas and you're gonna get punished not for
3: true. it It sound like i just walked into this a is not true. A, target the day before christmas eve and i'm just gonna mm-hmm. hear your throw-up lists over and over again <laughs> <laughs> 14 Boy, years was... inside of home depot 14 years sir well, well, while tony's this. over there pouring
0: <laughs> tony's working as the barista inside fucking starbucks like <laughs> jesus christ getting, a flat,
1: getting you a flat flat white a uh, ice mocha uh, whatever taylor's taylor's version taylor's version
0: hi cheryl nice to see you again cheryl <laughs>
2: You guys having fun? You having a good time? <laughs> huh?
0: Let's <laughs> we'll say your last pet. We'll
2: say your last pet. All of that. All of that is insulting. I'm insulted, but I'll go ahead and end this with a classic song. We're gonna go with Andy Williams. It's the most wonderful time of the year. The song's upbeat. Makes you feel like Christmas shopping, makes you feel like going out ice skating, having some hot chocolate. All of it. There we go.
3: My favorite use of that song there's a saturday night live sketch where will ferrell was doing a commercial and he's on like a spinning podium and he just starts throwing up everywhere <laughs> all the songs <laughs> <play>. <laughs> all
0: right um let's see we'll go down the list real quick um terrence you got mistletoe by justin bieber uh christmas and hollis from dmc oi to the world gwen stefani silent night the frank sinatra version and last christmas by wham Nate, yours truly, the champion of this Christmas song draft. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by Insync, Sleigh Ride by TLC. Absolute banger. Little Saint Nick by the Beach Boys. Christmas Rapping by the Waitresses. Santa Claus is Coming to Town while Matt's got Run, Run, Rudolph in the Trans-Siberian o- Orchestra and whatever that one's called, but we all know what it is. Christmas Song by Nat King Cole, The Chick Christmas Time. And Your Me One, Mr. Grinch by Tyler, the Creator, while Tony trails as the caboose of the league. Mariah Carried All at One for Christmas, Santa Tell Me by Ariana Grande, Kelly Clarkson Underneath the Tree, White Christmas by Bing Crosby and Andy Williams. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Terrence, did you have any honorable mentions that we did not get to?
1: I did. I'll hit them super quick. So I had uh, Christmas Time is Here from the Charlie Brown Christmas special. Uh, mm-hmm. that definitely almost made my cut. Um, I had, um, and I don't know if anybody will go for these, the two sort of Beatles affiliated songs, happy Christmas and wonderful Christmas time. So a little John Lennon, Paul McCartney mm-hmm. action. And I also had, I saw mommy kissing Santa Claus, Jackson five. I thought for sure I would pick that one at some point, but it just kept getting, uh, getting shuffled.
0: Yep. What about, uh, you, Matt, do you have any honorable mentions? I did had a couple that were close cl- hard cuts.
3: Um, one of them being, where are you Christmas during the Grinch? sung by uh yeah by cindy Lou Who, that mm-hmm. version fun one it's a little heartfelt um another one for me no one's ever heard the song maybe you have uh, my grandfather my late great-grandfather not great-grandfather my grandfather but late is in, and he's a great man anyway uh he used to listen to christmas music on tape like as soon as thanksgiving was over like and he would drive us to school and pick us up every single day and he'd be bumping christmas music and this song was at the end of one of the tapes and it's called the santa rap by ray vaughn look it up it's the most ridiculously cheesy Christmas literal rap song for kids, uh, but it's a special place in my heart listed every year.
0: Here we go. What about you, Tony?
2: Yeah, I have quite a few because you guys <laughs> fucked up and gave me Mariah Carey, <laughs> Ariana Grande, and Kelly Clarkson. I didn't think I'd get all three of them. Maybe one, maybe two. I don't know. But I had Frank Sinatra, have yourself a Merry Little Christmas. I had Bing Crosby, I'll be home for Christmas. I had Brenda Lee, rocking Around the Christmas Tree, Eartha Kitt, Santa Baby, Andy Williams, Happy Holidays, and a Christmas song. Didn't have to use any of them, though. There you go. A lot of of classics in there,
0: though. Uh, I have one that apparently nobody picked, and it is one of the most classic Christmas songs of all time, and that is Jingle Bells. Um, So I got Jingle Bells. I had every Michael Buble song, and I put a couple in here, Holly Jolly Christmas, uh, it's beginning to look alike, like Christmas. And then I had Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. I did do Grandma Got Ran Over by a Reindeer. Uh, Jingle Bell Rock. That's a banger, too. And uh, I think that is it that we did not cover. Yeah, my favorite Jingle Bells is the is the junior high school version.
3: Jingle Bells, Batman Smiles, Robin Leidenegg. Robin Leidenegg. <laughs> yeah, Joker. <laughs> sold the batmobile classic good good stuff i remember when i heard that i was like i felt like i got a cheat code i was like we're being naughty we're messing (laughs) with christmas music
0: before we get out of here we want to give a special thanks to everybody that came on to the podcast today tony of the 58 west king podcast matt of the 58 west king podcast matt you're doing a good job tony you're doing a good job co-hosting terrence thank you for coming on as well go ahead and check out tony and matt's podcast or matt and tony's podcast however you really want to talk about it there (laughs) um it's pretty good stuff over there 58 west king podcast you can follow them on twitter at 58 wkingpod pod and that is all linked down in the show notes for you so just scroll up a little bit bang of the week is sung by one of our great friends he's got orange beard and he comes in saying ho, ho 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 right in the middle of a podcast interrupts totally messes up the flow and um i don't know what else to do other than to have him sing his favorite christmas song and favorite version of jingle bells for Bang of the week that is Jingle Bells by Matt Graham, Graham the Man69 on Twitter. Love you bye. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. One, two, three, hit it!
3: Dashing through the snow, in a one-horse open sleigh, Joker's on the go, laughing all the way, ha ha ha, the bells of penguins ring, make Riddler wanna fight, 2 face ones to flip a coin and sing his song tonight, oh, jingle bells, Batman spells, Robin laid an egg, ah. Batmobile lost a wheel and Joker got away, hey! Yeah. Jingle bells, Batman smells, Robin laid an <gasps> Batmobile lost a wheel and Joker got away.
0: Me go. There's a lot more <laughs> lyrics that I'm not going to sing. There's like another like. There yep. we go. Now, Matt, you have to sing.
3: I understand. Give me a second. We got the
0: lyrics up here. <laughs> Clear the lungs.
2: <sighs> Relax the throat. <laughs> All right.
0: You guys like the whole well done, Santa Claus with the
3: uh, fucking tent? Any doubt, Nate, or Terrence on who this could have been?
0: Oh, so, so like <laughs> the
1: Yeah, second the, the second the window popped up, I was like, and here comes Matt Graham.
3: <laughs> or
2: Santa. I invited him, and I didn't even know who it was going to be. Like, I thought Santa was going to join us. <laughs> Did we already ask Matt about getting his ass Oh, hey, bleach? Matt.
0: Does uh, getting your asshole bleached sting? When I did the wipe,
3: yes. Oh, a million percent. Fuck. But there were some other factors going on. Like, there was like a chafe situation. You could have been camping for like three or four days. See mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, it was just not. Yeah, it was not a. I mean, it cleaned it right up. <laughs> right. <laughs> no issues there. Um, you know, some things that some 12-year-old boys have to go through that others don't. It's fine. <laughs>